This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Dumb Nerds podcast. This is a show where funny people come on to talk about a smart topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert in. I'm your host, Cassie Jurgens, and today we got on someone I consider a podcasting king. I'm a big fan of him and all his podcasts. It is Will Hines. Very excited. It only took me a year to get the courage to ask him to come on, and he picked a really cool topic. We're talking about Griffith J. Griffith, and for those of you who are in the L.A. area or maybe have visited the L.A. area, you may have been to Griffith Park, been to the observatory and the Greek theater, and it's a very lovely park and space. It was one of the first places I ever went to when I moved to L.A., so I'm a big fan. Also, for the longest time, didn't know that Griffith J. Griffith tried to murder his wife. What? Yep, that's a thing that happened, and Will came on today to talk about it. So sit back and relax and hear about some old school madness. Will Hines has a lot of great podcasts you can check out, but he wants you to check out his Spider-Man podcast called Screw It. We're going to talk about Spider-Man with his brother, Kevin Hines. So go over there, check it out. Whether you like Spider-Man or not, you're going to have a great time. So be sure to check out Screw It. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. Today's episode is brought to you by Saucy. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's right. You can get alcohol delivered to your door in just 30 minutes. It's an app. You download it. It has over 10,000 products. You can get the booze you want, and it has no delivery fees and no minimums. And guess what? You can save 10% on your order by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash saucy. That's boardwalkaudio.com forward slash saucy. S-A-U-C-E. Why? Mm-mm-mm-hmm. And if you haven't already, please go on iTunes and rate and review the Dumb Nerds podcast. It helps us get more visible. And in the review, if you put a topic you want to hear about or a guest you want on, I'm going to make that happen for you. All right. Without further ado, here's the wonderful Will Hines talking about Griffith J. Griffith. Then we're in. Hi, Will. Thanks for coming on. Hi, Cassie. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> uh, very excited to have you on. A uh, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. What? No. <laughs> Stop it. Um, yeah. And I'm also very excited because uh, I think this is the first topic, first time where I'm actually talking about like a murder case mm. and I've been wanting someone to come on. Although I did talk about the JFK assassination, but. That's got other, that's, that's more than just a murder case. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. conspiracy, yeah. uh, you know, political event. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, if you talk about it, you have to talk about so many There's other things. There's a whole things. thing, yeah. Where? This is like a good old gruesome yeah. uh, crime case. It's messed up, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you read about it all after I told you about it? I did. Yeah. Um, and I had, I feel like every time I go on a hike. Uh, Somebody tells you. Someone's like, yeah, this guy's not a good person. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I should read about that. And then I always forget. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, too, that uh, his name's still on things. Especially yeah. in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I stand with that. Uh, the whole, you know, taking people's names off stuff when you find out that they're bad. Yeah. I guess it's a case by case basis. It depends yeah. on how bad and yeah. in what context and what mm-hmm. the thing is. Yeah. Like, uh, how big is the thing their name is on and how bad was the thing? And this guy, I don't know. It's, it was pretty bad, but nobody knows it. But like, nobody knows it. Yeah. I think it's that's not the like thing. a thing that people know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's not like you're spreading bad vibes cause nobody has any idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not like we're saying it's, should we say what we're talking about? Uh, or did you do it in the intro? I did it a little in the intro. I'll okay. definitely, I was at some point after that train of thought was going to be like, let's, uh, let's talk I'll about. I'll just say, we're talking beginning. about Griffith J. Griffith. Yeah. And he's the guy that donated the land that became Griffith Park mm-hmm. and donated the land and money that created Griffith Observatory. Yeah. And he was a real dude. Mm-hmm. And, and his, the Greek theater too, right? Oh yeah. The, yeah. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So he's a big, 
LA philanthropist, yeah, but he shot his wife in the face. Yeah, he, he tried to murder his wife <laughs> yeah. and failed at it. But and it was a huge, big publicity trial, and you know, yeah. it's uh, interesting just in, in the way that gruesome crimes can be interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's also interesting because, uh, yeah, nobody really knows that. You know, everybody in LA knows Griffith Park and Griffith Observatory, yeah, and they're sort of beloved, yeah, things which I they should be. The park mm-hmm. is great, and the observatory is great. Mm-hmm. But they're Stevens really, <laughs> you know. It'd be like having O.J. Simpson Park, kind of. Yeah. But then people only remember him for being, if people only remember him for being yeah. a football star. Yeah, and I remember reading, too, like, Griffith, he, like, tried to get get it going while he was still alive, and everyone was like, no, no, we don't want yeah, the money. Yeah, but then when he died, they took the money. Yeah, so it'd be like O.J. Simpson, like, trying to donate, and everyone's yeah. like, no, 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 and then enough time passes yeah. that it's like, okay, now we'll take that money. Yeah. And then everyone... Everything about it's intriguing to me. Yeah. It's just like such a huge story. Like, but it, it would be like if you knew the O.J. Simpson story and no one around you did. Yeah. And people were talking about, you want to go to Simpson Park? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's a up. complicated, weird, messed up mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I read the Wikipedia page, but do you know more of like like where he got the idea to murder his wife or is he really, cause no, I, the case is like, that interests me is yeah. how early in LA history this was. This is yeah. pre movies. Okay. I mean like movies had started, but this wasn't LA. Yeah. It wasn't Hollywood. The movie. Yeah. Ca- yeah. It wasn't like Hollywood. Yeah. Capital LA. It mm-hmm. was like mining. This is like, you know, he was, he came to LA in the late 1800s mm-hmm. and I think he died in 1919. Yeah. Was the, was the attempted murder. 1903. Yeah. Okay. So like at that time, I don't even know if there was any movies in it. Yeah, maybe not. And if there is, it's not like a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So like the, one of the main things we associate with Los Angeles, like wasn't even true. This is like a pre-earlier mm-hmm. version of LA. And yeah. he was like a super wealthy mm-hmm. society page, whatever, man about town, like philanthropist, mm-hmm. given t- just living that rich guy, that yeah. public rich guy yeah. life. Throwing cash. So like that kind of interests me too. Like that he was that high status, just that type of person, Person. like the wealthy industrialist philanthropist, like Andrew Carnegie or, you know, those guys like would amass such huge amounts of money during the industrial revolution, Mm -hmm. like uh, Vanderbilt and um, Rockefeller and stuff. And uh, sometimes they would be great, even if they weren't actually great philanthropists, they would invariably give money to things right? just for, I don't even know why, like for society reasons, just to, yeah. just to be at the groundbreaking or whatever. Yeah. Just the idea of this, like walk a millionaire walking around in like a three piece suit with a <laughs> handlebar mustache, mm-hmm. hand in cash to people. Yeah. He was like the rock star of his time, right? He was a rock yeah, star of had, LA. Yeah. <laughs> Free movie star, a list celebrity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so like that kind of world fascinates me. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's like a certain boredom those people must experience. Yeah. What do they do with their life? I guess attempt to murder their wife. Attempt to murder their wife. Yeah. I mean, do. anytime I get even a little success, it distorts <laughs> my worldview yeah. a little bit. Like if I book an acting job and yeah. I'm temporarily flush with cash. Yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I should like travel the world. I know. Like- it, uh, I hate that about myself too. Yeah. <laughs> I instantly like start spending money and then I'm like, I'm just setting myself up to be exactly where I was before. And I wonder what it would change my mindset to become like just crazy wealthy. Yeah. Like, I don't think this dude was born rich. I don't think old Griffith oh. was born. He's from, he's born in Wales. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, so on the Wikipedia page, after amassing a significant fortune from a mining syndicate in the 1880s, so he's born in 1850, right. it's 10 years before the Civil War in, in, in Wales, just to, yeah. but, you know, a long time ago. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he comes to America and somehow makes a ton of money in mining uh-huh. and is like a man about town in LA, like all that mining? Yeah. Was the town, was everybody <laughs> rich here, a bunch of miners? And people who owned mines and I like forty niners and just moving down the coast. Yeah, just gold rush people and taking over lands. Yeah, yeah. What's that life like? It's completely different than our life. No lives. air conditioning. You're walking around L.A. with no air conditioning. I, Are you kidding me? I can't imagine. Anytime someone's like, "Man, times were better back in the day," it's like you're forgetting about air conditioning, man. Yeah, <laughs> that alone makes it not as good. Yeah, yeah. 
No, thank you. I can't imagine living in New York City in the summer mm-hmm. pre-air conditioning. Yeah. I used to live in New York and it was like, but I guess everybody left the city. That was the thing when everybody would like, Yeah, if you were even moderately well off, you got out of the city during the summer and like went to like a yeah. home in the Catskills or Long Island or something. That was like a thing. Yeah. Like the city emptied out because it's like, we can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Like that maybe it's just like a thing for most people. It's like. I read a cool thing at, or there's a. I heard a podcast about air conditioning recently mm-hmm. and it mentioned how like it changed what cities were livable. Yeah. That like the sense. population of like Phoenix like exploded after yeah. there was air conditioning and Houston and stuff like that. Cause yeah. it's like, oh, we can stay here now because we yeah. can just keep it. Just stay inside. A comfortable temperature year round. Yeah. Interesting. Um, <laughs> so Griffith, Jay Griffith shot his wife in the face. So <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with that? Why did he do it? He was a drunk. Well, and that was something, an interesting fact was he claimed he was like straight edge. And then yes, he had this public drunk. image of like never drinking and like. So he had a rock star, like clean is, rock star image. But yeah, he, he a, definitely was thinking about his image. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. He lived, I, he lived to be in the public eye of yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Pressure had to get to him after a while. I guess this is why that fascinates me too. Like imagine. Okay. So like. When you think of like rich people, I think I basically think of LA and New York, mm-hmm. you know, but what is it like to be like the richest guy, like in Milwaukee, right. you know, or the richest guy in like a small town, like, yeah, like a medium city, you know, like, uh-huh. like Portland or bigger than that. Let's say Seattle, like not, mm-hmm. not New York, Chicago, LA, right? you know, or Miami, like <laughs> the richest person in like Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, you're like for real rich. If you're the richest person in Baltimore, yeah. you got real money. Yeah. But, and within the world of Baltimore, you're a big deal. Probably yeah, everybody knows you, every knows restaurant you. knows you. Yeah. Oh yeah. They so love it like, when you walk in. Yeah. You're kind of a big fish in a medium pond. And mm-hmm. I think that's what old Griffith J. Griffith was. Mm. Big fish in a medium pond. Yeah. And very vain and told everybody he didn't drink, but then he was drunk and yeah. shot his wife in the face yeah. in a hotel. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a weird thing. The, why did they go to a hotel? Was yeah. it like a romantic weekend? Yeah. I, and I want to know, was he planning on it? Or was he it must impulsive? Have. Or he just carried a gun and... Yeah, back in that day, you walk around with a gun, right? I'm going to say it was planned, but like that day or the day before. Well, yeah, It's okay. like she pissed him off. Yeah, because she did you know? divorce him after that under the grounds <laughs> of cruelty, which I mean, he was probably cruel to her always. <laughs> In addition, besides shooting her in the face. Because yeah, yeah. that alone is pretty cruel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't imagine this guy. I mean, he sounds like a control freak where he's definitely worried about his image and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I wonder, was she like his trophy wife, like just an insanely beautiful woman? And then they really had no other, nothing else to talk about. So he was just cruel to her. I wonder when they got married. Yeah. I mean, was she super young? Let's find out. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Do we, do we know any good rich people? Like not you and me personally, but like Paul Newman was like a, yeah, like there was never a bad side Mm -hmm. to be, um, to Paul Newman. Right. Right. But I've heard things too, where like, there's like nice rich people. And then when they die, their kids come out and they're like, nah, no, these people sucked. sucked. Yeah. They were a terrible father, terrible mother. So he married Mary Agnes, Christina Mesmer in 1887. Okay, so, so 13, that's 16 years. 16 years. And that's um, a long time. Yeah. But what do we know about her? Yeah. Nothing. I'll tell you that right now. Well, yeah, I was, when I got to like the, oh, they went on trial, I was like, oh no, I'm so worried for her because he has all this money. They could just like make her like the crazy one with no power. Yeah. Um, okay, I, mean, I got a picture of her. Yeah. What do you think? She looks pretty young. Yeah, she looks young. Yeah. I'm uh, for that day and age, I bet she was she was cute. Sure, yeah. Yeah, she's got that. So she's pretty, yeah. but she's not like so glamorous. She's not like obviously right. a trophy wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I mean there might have been a trophy-esque aspect going on here. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, like maybe she was there when he was coming up, you know, with money. So she was like supportive from the get-go. I mean, he made his money in the 1880s. They got married in 1887. She married a rich dude. Okay. So I think <laughs> uh, this decision was to get married was not 
they they might have been in love. It might have been totally idyllic, but he had money. Like that's yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. equation right, when they right. got when they got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knew he had it. Yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, that's something. Going back to what's it like to be rich? Uh, I feel like that everyone wants to be rich, but when you get that rich, how can you trust people, even in your close circle? She's born in 1864. Mm-hmm. So in 1887, that's 23. She's 23. That's young. That's young. Yeah. But it's not like in the 1880s, especially, it's not like he married like a 17 year old. No. Um, He was probably just like, I should get married now. And looked around and then there she was. That's what I think. (laughs) I mean, 16 years. He was 37. So he's 10 years older than, no, he's 14. 14 14 Mm -hmm. years older than her. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's weird. I mean, I've dated somebody that much younger than me, but it definitely is like a thing. Yeah. But, it, but it, it, in that time, was it probably more no, Probably less exactly? so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Grover Cleveland, the president, mm-hmm. married, got married when he was in office. Uh, it's one of the few times where the president was like a yeah. bachelor and like got married and uh, he married a like 21 year old woman and he was in his forties and he'd been friends with her since she was like seven. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> uh, like you, it was a family's, yeah, uh, a family that he was friends with their daughter, right. yeah, uh, sort of came of age and they, or maybe not even, but like when yeah. she was like a teenager, they started writing letters or something and mm. fell in love and got married. And it was like, wow. it was not seen as a scandalous right. thing. It was like, I mean, so yeah, it was maybe just, I mean, I feel like if that happened nowadays, yeah, it'd be scrutinized. Oh yeah. Every which way, but. But I, I mean like. There, there were times where people like just kind of, yeah, as soon as a woman came of age, it's like, you're marrying yeah. this old We're dude. just going to set this up. Yeah. Well, you're, aren't you, aren't you glad and, yeah, this old is, dude has money and property? Aren't yeah. you psyched yeah. to be assigned to him? Assigned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was normal to marry a 23 year old. I've um, never gotten married. Mm-hmm. And Same. I wonder what it would be like to live in a time where there was all just like arranged. Like if I had a family where when I was 25, it was yeah. just like, sorry, Will, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You dragged your feet. <laughs> we gave you time to pick somebody on your own, but oh, you didn't do it. So, so now the whole family is intervening and we're pressuring you to marry this nice girl from church. Yeah. Get it done. I wonder if it'd be better or worse. Well, they say... Or, Statistically, most arranged marriages are more successful than marrying for love. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just an argument for algorithms. Yeah. And like let Amazon recommend something for you. It will make a better decision than you do. Yeah, probably. You yeah. Know, let the algorithm of your family yeah. and friends make yeah. a choice. But I think it's just a different mindset too of like um, they obviously – like it was cases of getting married to a complete stranger, but you're going in with the same values of like, we're going to make a family. We're doing this and this. Yeah. Same and then, expectations. Yeah. And then after times they grow to love and appreciate each other because of this life they built together. Was Oops. there ever passion? I don't know. It's yeah. probably case by case basis. Yeah. You ever see yeah. Downton Abbey? Um, do you know of it? I do know of it's it. It's the period piece from a yeah. BBC. Mm-hmm. The first season, the main couple, the father, mother, mother and father of the main family, mm-hmm. he married her for money, basically. She was an American, came yeah. from a wealthy family, and he was a British dude who had a prestigious title, mm-hmm. um, but no, but it was the family was running out of money for whatever reason. Uh-huh. So he needed to marry money. And so the, she was an American, which meant she had no status in British society. Uh-huh. But she had the cash, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> and um, they talk about how they weren't in love when they got married, but now loved each other. That's something they talk about in the first yeah. season. Oh, that's nice. I guess so. Yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. I was, uh, I just had Ryan Kunst on and we were talking about online dating. And it, to me, online dating feels like a hybrid of the two. Because it's like you're kind of going in like, yeah. to meet a stranger, but mm-hmm. you're both like, I'm, I want this thing. Do you want this thing? Where are our yeah. values? I, yeah, it is, it is, it's like half arranged. Yeah. It's like, I'm going for a situation as much as I am for a person. Yeah. Rather than meeting a person and deciding, you make me want to do this situation. Yeah. You're like, I would like this situation. Let me find a person who I could do that with. Yeah. Who's like, cause I feel like a lot of times with 
dating and stuff, it's like, it comes down to timing. So if you get on the, on the apps, you're with people that are in the same time, like timing as you are. And yeah. like, I want this thing and you want this thing. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it feels uh, like cheating to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. How so? Like it's supposed to happen organically? Like you're yeah. synthetically forcing? Yeah, but I think that's probably just upbringing and bad uh, I know people who've had good experience. I mean, I know both Oh, I ways. know so many people like that are getting married or, yeah. And then, yes, people that have gone on date after date and they hate it. Yeah. But they keep doing it. I did it just for a couple months and it was, uh, I got too stressed out. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's too much work. Feels like I would, I, I never had like a bad experience. Everybody, everybody I went on a date with was like nice, mm-hmm. but I never liked anybody. And I always felt guilty about it. I was like, well, it's not like, yeah. who am I? Who am I to say no yeah, to this yeah. totally nice person? But I'm gonna, <laughs> I mean, say no, like even if it's just passively saying no, but yeah. not getting in touch with them again. Right. But right, I just right. felt I think I did. I had like, I had like seven dates or something, and I just yeah. felt so bad by the end of it. I was like, "Never mind. I'd rather <laughs> not even. I'd do rather this. just live alone." <laughs> yeah, I was sort of like, yeah, "If it happens, it happens." Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, and I, I also think it's weird because I, I don't know if it's like because I live in LA or just because of where we are in society, but it seems like most men. Well, now I think it's a like women can live on their own. They, mm-hmm. women don't need to get married anymore, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, like as opposed to olden yeah. times like Griffith J. Griffith's yeah. times. Yeah, I would say even 20 years ago. Like, Yeah. Yeah, you know. Like, your options are so much more limited if you're single. Yeah, yeah. Because your career prospects are less? Career and like uh, not making like the same amount of money, like not, yeah, I guess career. Like you can't move up. You're expected to kind of just work like base level gigs. Um so like now that women are like, oh, I can have my own health insurance and have my own place and everything. Yeah. It's like now there there's no need to get married. So it's like a want to get married, but it seems like. It's, it, I think it's all just about kids. Like yeah, okay, if you yeah. want kids at a certain time, if you want it to happen at a certain time, mm-hmm. that changes your view on marriage. Yeah. yeah. Cause, uh. I mean, I guess technically you can do that on your own also, but that one is yeah, still pretty tough. Yeah, but it's tough very to, expensive. And yeah, that's like- A lot of paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, supporting yourself. And also if you just, to managing one's life is easier. Like if it's all just mm-hmm. like splitting up the domestic chores. Yeah. That's all easier mm-hmm. because of like machines and conveniences and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like you don't- You don't need another human as much. Yeah. Were there people that needed kids to work on their farm? I don't um, need a kid to, I don't know, feed my cats. <laughs> yeah. So it's just if you want a family. Yeah. I mean, I that's like so that's obvious. Changed. But I remember saying to somebody like five or six years ago, I was like, I don't get why people get married. Like, what's the big deal? And they're like, they want kids. And it's like, like oh. oh, yeah. You need someone to get pregnant with. And yeah. then it's also, that is a huge job. That is yeah, that, just that's way easier you, with two people. Yeah, totally. You know, again, it's possible with mm-hmm. single parents. There's great single parents out there, but- there's no doubt it's about harder. it that it's like mm-hmm. with two people, that's an easier job. Yeah. My brother had a, my brother and his wife had a baby a year and a half ago. Their first kid? Mm-hmm. First kid of like the whole generation. Oh. Like all the, well. First time you were of, of my, me and my brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we have cousins who have lots of kids actually. We were, mm-hmm. my family was behind, but first one of the, uh, of yeah. the, th- I have two brothers. So the first one of us, it was a big deal. Yeah. Did, cool. did it change you? Like, yeah, okay. I'd say, yeah. Um, it made me softer on the whole idea of like marriage and kids, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I definitely, when I was like in my thirties was just sort of like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. 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 I think that happens to most people is like, uh, longest time you're like, why would you want to do that? That's so much work. So how did this trial go? So she goes to a trial. She doesn't have money. He's got money. Yeah. But uh, he's convicted of a lesser charge. He was prosecuted with like assault with a deadly weapon intent to commit murder. Mm -hmm. That sounds bad. It does. And he got convicted of just assault with a deadly weapon. So like no intent to murder. So it's probably something more like manslaughter instead of, you know, instead of like first degree murder. Yeah. 
uh, and that he had to go to two years in prison with medical aid on condition of his alcoholic insanity. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with people who just did stuff when they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, they called it. They're kind of like, well, we know you might not have done it when you're sober. Feels like we should take that into account. No. But you did it. No. So we're going to put you in jail, but uh, we're going to kind of look at you as someone who just needs medical attention. Yeah. I wonder what his wife thought. It's like his wife's like, this dude is crazy. He killed me or tried to kill me. He shot me in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like she lost her eye. Yeah. That's fucked up. And that's like, then, yeah, reading that trial, it's like when he has all that money, it's like you can afford a lawyer to come up with these alcoholic insanity. Like, Did please. you read about her divorce? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Divorce? Huh? Did you read about her divorce trial? So he's mm-hmm. convicted. Mm-hmm. And sent to prison for two years. Just you don't two see rich years. people go. I know that's yeah. crazy. But a rich guy going to jail at all is like a miracle. Also, yeah. Um, but Dude, yes, that that's be... insane. It's insane that you don't go to jail for the rest of your life. Yeah. But uh, he's the richest man in Los Angeles, so he only goes for two years. And his wife files her divorce. The court gives, grants the divorce. Four and a half minute deliberation time. Thank God. Yeah, that. it's just like you know you should yeah, yeah. you should separate Absolutely. from this dude. As opposed to like, are you sure he's really rich? You know, she like, got what'd custody. You do to make him yeah, what'd you do, lady? Yeah, what'd you do, woman? What'd you say? Yeah, <laughs> you must have said something really. Hold bad. your tongue. Yeah, yeah. He took you to this nice hotel. Yeah. What did you? What did you do? have to complain about? <laughs> yeah. Oh. They were like, oh no, you should be divorced. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sorry, she got custody of their kid, and he had to pay for his college education. He went to Stanford. I know. Mm. Good for him. Rich people. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So then, like, <laughs> so he <laughs> shot his wife in the face. Who knows why? He's a drunk, control freak. We assume we don't. We mm-hmm. don't really know the reasons, but he does it and gets off pretty light. I would say mm-hmm. two years in prison. Yeah. Lost the wife, of course, and his family. So then, right. but what does he care? Los Angeles is his real life. <laughs> And 1912, eight years later, he offers. So he's already given them the land for Griffith Park. That happened right. before the oh, so he attempted did, murder. Griffith Park, Park was earlier. Okay, the money. I think the in the will was all the money to build like the observatory. Yeah, and the, the observatory was later, like um, 1882. Oh no, 1896. He and his wife, his not yet shot wife, gave the land that would be Griffith Park. Okay. That was in 1896. So then mm. seven years later, shoots his wife in the face, <laughs> goes to prison for two years, comes out and he says, hey, L.A., wah, I got another present for you. I'm Everybody, back. What's up, baby? <laughs> you missed me? On? What's going on? <laughs> and he gives a Christmas present in the form of a Greek theater and a hall of science to be built at his expense in Griffith Park. Yeah. City council accepted it. Okay. The park commission <laughs> said, uh, no. <laughs> We can't. Sorry, dude. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. just too weird. We know what you're trying to do, and um, yeah, it's just awkward for everybody. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, he shot somebody in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but he left it in his will. Yeah, and as soon as he died, they took it. Yeah. So I think that's like, I don't know, makes it a little bit better to be like he never saw it get accepted. He didn't get to see it being like. But yeah. it is lovely. I live in Los Feliz, and uh, Griffith yeah. Observatory is great. Oh, when I first moved here, like that was where I went day one. I mean, it's one of the best parts of the city. Yeah. Griffith Park, the observatory, the Greek theater. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous, especially after a, a rainy day. Go up there. It's so clear. Yeah. The air is so nice to breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about LA, that like the smog goes away after the rain. Oh. If it rains the next day, it's like yeah. perfectly clear air. Yeah. I always go for a hike like the day after because it's like you get the best view. I get a, an alert on my phone when the air quality is bad. Really? Mm-hmm. What I app is that? For, is it's, uh, like I'll find it. LA it's, Times. Um, Science. It's like, uh, I'll look it up. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to, my, my, my thing is being slow, okay. but, um, yeah, it's like, so if there's a fires oh, in Malibu or something, right. yeah, it'll yeah. be like, um. So when you get that alert, do you just stay inside all day? Is that how you protect yourself? Actually, or? I do nothing. I just walk around being like, <laughs> the air's bad today. <laughs> what, do they have recommendations of what you're supposed to do? Like wear a mask or get out of town? So it's, it's, it's a weird acronym. South Coast Air Quality Management District. Uh-huh. S-C-A-Q-M-D. Great. <laughs> that, that, that is the app and the service. And they just send me email when it's like, exceptionally bad. Yeah. 
I know. Yeah. You're supposed to minimize your time outside and don't exercise outside. Don't exercise outside. So you're you're not like breathing hard and ingesting tons of air. There's just like lots of soot and shit in the air. So you don't want to be processing it. Wow. And, uh, but the day after rain, uh, and I used to have the app where you could look at, they have like color coded how good the air is and it's bright green the day after. Yes. Kind of like the fire warning. Uh Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so walking through Griffith Park the day after rain, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's lovely. Thank yeah. you, Griffith J. Griffith. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, man. Sorry, Agnes. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. I know it was bad for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Agnes, sorry, Mary Agnes Christina Mesmer. What a name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Mary. Uh, <laughs> but thanks, Griffith. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, his name. He changed his name to Griffith J. Griffith. Yeah, that's, it was. Is, that's not like a name that. Yeah, it's Griffith Jen- Jenkins Griffith. Jenkins, really? Yeah. Like an improv <laughs> character. Yeah. But it's also like hard to say. It doesn't roll off the tongue. I don't think they should rename the park or whatever. It's such a part of history. And, and again, people don't know the story, so it's not like they're. Yeah. But I think they should take the statue of him down. Where's the, the statue? The at? statue's over at uh, Los Feliz and uh, Crystal Springs. Like by the, if you drive through Los yeah. Feliz on the way to Atwater Village, uh-huh. there's like a fountain on your right near the entrance to the five. Oh, so you can see it um, off of Los Feliz? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like a huge statue or whatever, but yeah. it's like there's a prominent statue there at the entrance. It's yeah. not crazy if he didn't shoot his wife to have a statue of the guy yeah, that like, yeah, gave yeah. the land. Yeah. But I don't think we need to see this dude. Yeah. That feels a little. Yeah. Reverent to me. I don't I don't quite know how my gut is making that distinction. <laughs> I guess if it's Griffith Park, I think of it as the name of the park. Right. It'd be like if he had a child named after him. Mm-hmm. I don't blame that child for his, yeah. even though it bears his name. <laughs> but the statue of him, it, that's him. Yeah. And we can let that go. <laughs> at the, at the um, Ferndale Road entrance, there's the, like a little bear statue. Yeah. Bear cup. Did that bear do something bad? I don't know, but I, I think we, I leave, we leave the bear. <laughs> what if that bear also shot his wife? In Griffith Park, you See, only get a statue where, if you hurt your spouse. That's where my morals are. I'm like, guy statue, gotta go. Bear statue that shot his wife, he can stay. It's cute. Yeah. Well, the bear's adorable. Yeah. People love that bear. They're always taking pictures with it. Yes, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> my list feels as people posing with this bear statue. <laughs> well, it's like a cute little bear. It's not like a big yeah. threatening, like. Grizzly yeah. or Kodiak bear. Have you seen that pink wall off of Mel- Melrose? Mm, there's no. there's this building and one they painted one side all pink. And every time I drive past there, there's, there's like- a picture taken. Yeah. And I don't get it. I've seen people on Instagram by the pink wall. I didn't know yeah. that's where it was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's strange. It's strange. Like it shouldn't be that hard to find that background if that's how you wanted to get your picture taken. Yeah. But it but feels people like people just see tourists. it like, I got to get my picture taken. Yeah. And then I don't know if it's like a psychological thing where it's like you see two people doing it and you're walking by with your friends that are like, oh, let's take a picture. But it's just like pink. It's not anything. Yeah. What are the other things that people take their picture in front of? The Elliot Smith. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Elliot Smith album cover? I think it's for figure eight or something where uh-huh. it's like a blue rainbow swirl and that, that's on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, okay. So people will stand in front of this thing to get their picture yeah. taken where the Elliot Smith album cover is. Mm. And I, I might have the wrong Elliot right. Smith album, but I it's some the, Elliot Smith yeah. album. I know the wings. I don't know where the wings are, but. Then there's the wings. Some are these yeah. angel wings. But it's like, that kind of makes sense because it's like asking for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's set up for pictures. Yeah. But just, uh, just the color pink. There's one that's like stand here and think about someone that loves you or something. Oh yeah. That's in Silver Lake. Okay. I, I kind of like that. Okay. I don't think you should take a picture and put it on Instagram. It feels a little like you're not Cheapening. doing the thing that you're. You're not having this internal moment. No. Of you're like, look at me. I'm a good person. I am. Um, there's a whole tradition of like just grant things that are set up to be Instagrammed. Mm-hmm. You know, like 29 rooms that like art display. Yeah. I've driven past. I haven't been there. Yeah. Everyone is like this beautiful yeah. art installation. Mm-hmm. That's fun to take a picture of it or whatever. Was it inspired from the ice cream museum? I don't know, but that's another one where it seems like just designed just, yeah. to make you put stuff on Instagram mm-hmm. with a Broad museum with mm-hmm. the rain room. Oh, the rain room. You got to have that rain picture. Gotta have the rain room You're picture. not LA if you don't do it. I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it either. I was uh-huh. in Australia recently uh-huh. and in the uh, Melbourne museum, it's called the National Gallery of Victoria, I think. Yeah. They have tons of 
excuse me, Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a room of, uh, there's a, an art installation, which is like a, basically a studio apartment, three rooms, like a living room, kitchen, whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you walk in, they give you a flower sticker, okay. a sticker that is a flower and uh-huh. you can stick it anywhere in the rooms that you want. Oh. So it's like covered in like it's, flower stickers. Got it. And it looks pretty. That's nice. But you got to take a picture. In yeah. There. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. If I feel like I'm on, if I'm like a tourist, then yeah, of course I want to Instagram it. But if I'm in LA and I live like a mile from something. Yeah. Just live your life. Yeah. Be in the moment. Exactly. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Who cares? That's what Griffith J. Griffith would do. <laughs> and he that's would, how we should model our life. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Live our life for what people think of us and mm-hmm. give huge tracts of land in order mm-hmm. to make ourselves immortal. And if somebody bothers you, um, murder them. Try to murder them. Yeah. And if you miss, you'll just get two years. If you're rich. Two. Yeah, if you're rich. If you're not rich. Woof. If you out. even think about it, you're in trouble. You like park in front of Griffith Park wrong. You can go to jail for longer than two mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Park in front of a fire hydrant. Oh. By Trails Cafe. They'll throw you away. Yeah. Maybe not. I haven't been to Trails Cafe yet. Never? Mm-mm. I hear you can see a lot of celebrities there. Yeah, I've heard that too. Have you? <laughs> no. Uh, I've had, the, everything's good there. It's all like pricey, but good. Right. That makes sense. Granola and like Stumptown coffee and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're being healthy and spending too much. Mm-hmm. Great. That sounds like an have LA you, experience. Have you seen any concerts at the Greek theater? I haven't yet. And I've also cheaply been like, I should just go sit outside the Greek theater and listen to a concert. Yeah. You can hear them. It's true. Yeah. Or go up to Griffith observatory, watch the sunset as a concert starting. Probably could hear it. Hmm. But I haven't done that yet. How long have you lived in LA? Six years. Did it fly by? Yeah, it is now. It is now. It felt like in the beginning it was very like slow and I just didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of got Are you here. from like San Diego or something? Yeah. From like, yeah. Or? Not far. <laughs> I'm from San Diego. Still a different world. Yeah. It's far enough away. But yeah, I got here and was just like, I want to do this thing, but I don't know how. It's like a two hour drive. Mm-hmm. That's far. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not like you went from like. Glendale to LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like my family's like, yeah, come home for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was slow at first and now it's flying by. Yeah. It was slow at first because I didn't have like my community and I just had like this, I want to do something, but I don't know how to do it. And then now that I'm like in it, it's you're like, doing it more. Huh? Did you, did, you're yeah. doing it more. Mm-hmm. Did you do improv and comedy in San Diego? Um, uh, yeah, I started, uh, I started an improv team at my high school Nice. and I, uh, I had my mom and grandma drive me up here for a week, uh, to take a improv class at the groundlings when I was 14. Ooh, nice. I took, um, uh, there was a community college that had an improv class and I took that at 14. My friend and I, Chris would get dropped off by our parents and oh, wow. We were so bad, but they let us play because I don't think there's like enough people that, to take the class. Yeah. Yeah. But I was bad for so long. Well, you're 14, right? Yeah. <laughs> no life experience. I would I would be terrified to do it when I was 14. I'm so impressed. Um, It was either that or stand-up comedy because mm. I was obsessed with Saturday Night Live as a kid. So I was like, those are the only two ways. Stand-up would feel, well, how did you pick? Um, I said it might I, feel easier to find places to do it, maybe. Aren't there just like more well, places that- Well, not at 14. I oh, called, yeah, you can't I go called to around. Bar. I asked, I was like, can I go to an open mic? Can I, how do I get to be on the comedy store? And everyone told me to grow up. They're like, you have to be at least 18. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the time I thought both were terrifying, but I thought improv was easier because I was up there with people. Where I love, yeah, I like improv much more than stand up. Yeah, I did it for a while when I moved up here because, again, I was like, how do I do it? I'll just start doing open mics. Um, and it was fun for a while, but then it got to a point where it was like, okay, if I really want to do this, I have to get out on the road. And that sounded just very sad to me. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. How did you pick who to be in your group in high school? Um, just the kids in my drama class that wanted to do it. Some other like non-drama people though found out we were doing it. We just like put up posters and say Fridays in the drama room, come do improv. Short form stuff? Yeah, it was short form. I didn't discover long form until college. I did, um, this like 
summer intensive mm. and it was with uh, Second City mm. and IO and Fresno for two weeks. And mm. uh, that's where they taught us like long form. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so much better. <laughs> and I tried to take it to my college and everybody's like, this is weird. And I was like, okay, my friend and I, were, we're just going to do it. Yeah. And we started doing it. And now everybody at that theater does long form and short form. So. <laughs> yeah. It's really taken over. Yeah. I had probably never seen it until like 98, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, till I was 28. Yeah. I, um, I'd seen short form and stuff before, but I never really did it or looked into it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first team I saw was Dariski, Daraski. Have you heard that? Dazariski. Yeah. Those That's are, like Bob Dasky and Craig Kowski yeah. and is it Rich Tallarico? Is this I think so. But they came to Fresno and they did a show for us. And I was like, this is cool. Yeah, those guys are great, right? I've yeah. never seen them, but I know that individually they're all great. So mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah, I feel like now they don't perform as much, but. Bob Dasky didn't taught, taught a workshop at UCB back in the old days and it was great. In New York? Yeah, like 2003 or something or two. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like really exciting. Yeah. Improv, man. I like it. I like it too. Um, when I go walking in Griffith Park, I always think about the murder. <laughs> and I say a little apology to the to Mary, the wife. Mm-hmm. But I, I walk anyway. I mean, I love that park. Do you have like big opinions on this? And if you don't, it's okay. Like I, don't, uh-huh. I, I think I really don't have a big opinion on this. But it's a very sensitive topic for some people. Okay. Are you like for or against racism? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> like, I don't think it's like so bad. No. <laughs> um, I, I didn't mean that. I, uh, uh, like at Princeton, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of things named after President Woodrow Wilson because he'd mm-hmm. gone to Princeton. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, one of the bigger presidents because he was yeah. president during World War One, and he mm-hmm. proposed – the the League of Nations, which was sort of like the predecessor to the UN and stuff like that. Yeah. Like he was like, you know, successful dude, but like was, it came out eventually. I mean, it was, his story changed in like the last, I don't know, 20 years or so, yeah. which is like, uh, it was basically like anti-black people. He was like, um, Theodore Roosevelt, yeah, two presidents before him had been more progressive, mm-hmm. probably still not great. Right. But yeah. relative to his time had allowed like uh, African-Americans to like have positions in the government mm-hmm. and uh, get hired and, 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 and you know, making them just be- the beginnings of like part of the yeah. power structure. And Wilson like took fire them all. Fuck. Yeah. And he was just like, get the black people. He didn't, he never said it like in a blatant right. edict, like get the black people out. But he did do that. And he supported like segregation and like, and like just separate yeah. Societies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, because there was a war on mm-hmm. and because society was like more backwards, this just wasn't as big a deal. Right. But now people are like, well, you know what? That's bad. Like yeah. he was even behind the times for his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he set things back. Um, And so maybe we shouldn't name college buildings after him. Mm-hmm. But Princeton was like. Or there was a, some people in Princeton were like, yeah, you're right. But other yeah. people were like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, we've had this building's been named this for a long time. Right. And yeah. he did go here and he also did a lot of good things. And mm-hmm. like, it's not like a, it, to some people, it wasn't like a clear cut yeah. situation. Right. And, um, and I'm always wrestling with like what the right idea there is. So that, I think yeah. they, they are, they are taking all the names off. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know. For me, the answer is like, oh, if people are walking into Princeton and, by seeing his name, not feeling welcomed or like being reminded like, oh, yeah, there are people that are actively fighting against me or yeah. don't want me here occupying the space. Then I'm like, mm, you should get rid of the name. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. You don't want to like dampen someone's experience. I agree with that. Yeah. The um, like the Confederate statues, I'm all for taking all of them down. <laughs> Yeah. Like there's to me, I mean, I'm a northerner Yankee boy, mm-hmm. so I got no skin in that game in any way. But right. like it looks obvious to me, just like they were put up after the Civil War as sort of like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, well, well, we lost technically, but um, we're still, Never we still forget. hate black people. So yeah, like, yeah. You can't take our statues. Yeah. So like I'm, the statues were never anything good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whereas when they named the Wilson building, they weren't like. 
fuck black people. Right. Yeah. They're like, they're like yay, yay, League of Nations. Yeah, I still yeah. am in favor of the ticket that named that, but I just understand how those things are tricky. Like, so Griffith yeah. Park, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't want it to be named something else. Although I guess they, you know, if they did yeah. in like 20 years, nobody would care. Oh, well, it's just. If they changed it yeah. to like Los Feliz Park or like Hollywood Hills Park. Yeah. And the Hollywood Hills Observatory in yeah. 20 years, in less, in like 10 years, yeah. nobody would care. Yeah. You'd have to name it something right though. Cause like in New York, they're always trying to rename bridges and highways. Oh yeah. And the ones that stick is just the ones that people like, mm-hmm. like the Triborough bridge, which goes from Queens, Manhattan and the Bronx mm-hmm. is, um, or Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Queens and Manhattan. Uh, I think they officially changed it to the Joe DiMaggio bridge or something mm-hmm. like that. But like, nobody calls it that. It's like, that's the Triborough. Yeah. <laughs> and like the name has to stick. Stick or else people just. Yeah. Deny it. Yeah. yeah. They would just like pretend like, eh. Yeah. We're so it's gotta it be a good want. name. Yeah. It's gotta be a good name. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about, uh, going back and like watching or listening to artists work that have now been deemed bad? Um, it depends like, uh, how good are they? <laughs> um, and, like and, and was, was the bad part like part of their public work or not? Mm-hmm. Um, also how personally invested was I in them? before yeah. it got revealed. Mm-hmm. Like I loved Bill Cosby. I mean, I'm not alone in this. Like lots of people loved Bill Cosby. Yeah. It's not like that's unique to me, but uh, it's a real bummer to me to find out that he was like so terrible to women. It's like, yeah. I mean, to, uh, I'm, I'm trying to say to me just so that I'm not speaking for other people. <laughs> I'm not trying to say like, I'm so fascinating that I didn't <laughs> like the fact that he raped a bunch of women. But I just mean like, I wasn't like super psyched mm. to like, dislike Bill Cosby. Like Harvey right. Weinstein, right? Is like a villain and a creep, but I don't care. I yeah. never liked Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I have no investment in him. So it's easy mm-hmm. for me to be like, fuck Harvey Weinstein. Right. It's not so emotionally easy for me to be like, fuck Bill Cosby. Right. It's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, fuck Bill yeah. Cosby. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I agree. And I listened to his records when I was a kid all the time. I loved Bill Cosby mm-hmm. records. So I think I could see myself now and then listening to one out of nostalgia. Just being like, oh, I want to, you know, I was yeah. 10 when I heard that Noah routine. I want to hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. It would be dampened though. I'm not as psyched. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm like, ah, I kind of want to go back and watch Danny Hall or like yes. something that like, I think people still like watch for artistic reasons and, but then it's like, you just know that person sucks and yeah. Uh, yeah, Woody Allen's a tricky one. I really loved Woody Allen, and I identified with his comedic persona. I, I even more than liking his movies, I just liked his, like his the Annie Hall persona. Yeah. You yeah. know, the like yeah, the nervous nerd. Yeah, uh, that was both metropolitan and like a schlump. Like mm-hmm. I loved that dude. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's, with improv. You see that character pop yeah, up here and all there. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched his movies like dozens of times. Yeah. So it's, but even earlier than the Dylan Farrow uh, molestation charge, just the Soon Yi thing that happened in 91, like kind of Everyone was, spoiled Woody Allen. Yeah. Like that was like, oh God. Yeah. What? It's like, what are you <laughs> What's doing? happening? Oh no. So much I would have accepted no problem. Yeah. Like if you had just cheated on Mia with like another single adult woman. Yeah. <laughs> I just would have yeah. been like, well, it's none of my business. These Hollywood types. <laughs> boys be boys. <laughs> but, um, it was especially heinous. Yeah. That's- uh, but I still, I, I'll go back and watch an old Woody Allen movie. Like not, I'm not like psyched about it. <laughs> right. But like, I, I don't know. I learned a lot of comedy stuff from yeah. those old ones. So now and then I'll look at like love and death. I just think is one of the funniest movies and, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to put it on at a party. You know what I mean? Oh, like, right. In the background. I think, I think here's a different, but weirder case. Like, a move, an old movie, thirties or forties that includes within it like racist stuff. Cause it was yeah. true at the time or like, yeah. Like breakfast at Tiffany's. Yes. Right. So like, okay. Yeah. Those are two different. I mean like, so Mickey that. Rooney's portrayal is insane. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rest of that movie is like adorable. Yeah. Exactly. And then, then there's this like <laughs> sequence where it's like, dude, it's like, Oh my God. What is happening? Oh uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I, I can't watch Breakfast at Tiffany's because it just gets rude because we come to that part and it's, there's, he's so, it's, he's it's in it so, too much. But you can, yeah, I guess he is in it too much because like, can you skip those parts? I, if you I can do like that, you then it's go good. go and watch like maybe three or four scenes. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, 
Audrey Hepburn's so good in it. She's so and good. And George Bapard is good in it too. Yeah. But um, uh, another one that I, <laughs> I forgot about is, have you ever heard of a Holiday Inn? With, Ho- um, yeah, mm-hmm. Holiday Inn, mm-hmm. like like the hotel chain. Yeah, this yeah. This is older than the hotel chain. It's like a 40s movie okay. starring Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. Is it Bing Crosby? Yeah, I think so. And, um, and, uh. It's a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. It's mostly really sweet and yeah. nice. And in the middle of it is a huge blackface scene. Oh, no. He's like, hi- he's like hiding from somebody. Mm-hmm. And so, but he has to perform with his, the object of his affection. And the people who are looking for him are going to be in the audience. So he proposes doing a blackface number, which is like in the forties, something that you could do. You know, if you were like yeah. in vaudeville, you paint your face black and you sing a jazz song as now, if you were black. In the 40s, is this like hilarious or it's just like, that's what you do? It would be like, I think it was like accepted. It was just sort of like, well, let's do a, uh, let's do a juggling act. Let's okay. do a tap dance routine. Yeah. Ah, let's do a blackface number. Oh boy. I think it was like that. Like that. Damn. Yeah. I mean, even in the 50s, I think that was still kind of true. I don't think mm. it was until the 60s where- it was sort of like, oh, should we not do this? <laughs> I think it was that late. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm sure people were thinking about it Oh, I'm, at any yeah, point. But, yeah. like, but mainstream wise, it was Yeah, it wouldn't fine. be like an eye rolling thing to yeah. hear that a, uh, somebody's, so you're watching this movie, right? And you're seeing this kind of yeah. adorable rom-com mm-hmm. <laughs> like in the middle of this is a huge blackface <laughs> oh, number. No. And it's like a farce. He's like putting on blackface so that he can hide. Yeah. And- He's not doing like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how to defend any kind of blackface. Stuff. It's, he's not making fun of black people. Right. Uh, that's not the point of the scene. Yeah. The people who wrote that movie are not like, we're really going to stick it to. Yeah. They're just. They're just using the device. They're just oblivious to this particularly heinous social convention. Yeah. But that one does kind of like, I mean, it definitely changes the movie, you know? Yeah. And then the, you move on from that sequence and it's, it's not it's, part of the movie any again. Yeah. And I'm like, that's one. Maybe I just skip that one scene. And then it's okay. <laughs> yeah. He does a big speech at the end of that movie about religious tolerance. Really? He sings a song about how Christians and Jews and Muslims have to all get along. That sounds uh, nice. It is kind of nice. Yeah. Meant, they mentioned Muslims in the 40s movie. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. So do I hate that movie for it? I don't. I mean, I'm just sort of like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm a white dude, so maybe I'm less sensitive to... Black. I mean, it's insane. It's so insane. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know what to do about those movies. The Marx Brothers has, I mean, the blackface stuff is so bad so, in the 40s. Yeah. It's, it's all like over the thing. movies. Yeah. I mean, it's um, the ones that ha- that we talk about and watch are the ones that don't have it, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, um, like It's a Wonderful Life. There's nothing yeah. in there. I, th- I look at movies sometimes to be like, what's going to age badly? Right. You know, like especially comedies because they tend to, you know, be forbidden and mischievous and sort mm-hmm. of like go into edgy territory. Like is mm-hmm. Borat going to age all right? Yeah. Or is it going to be like totally offensive? Do you feel like you, when watching a movie, you have a pretty good radar? Or no, it's like I don't. you wait like five, 10 years ago. I've been wrong so many times. <laughs> Revenge yeah. of the Nerds was like one of my favorite movies when I was like 13 years yeah. old. And then somebody points out, it's like, oh yeah, he d- dresses up as a boyfriend and has sex yeah. with a girl. <laughs> and he's like a hero for it. I was like- Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I watched Christmas vacation, uh, over the holidays thinking like, Oh, this is fun. Yeah. I remember that movie being good. Is there know. something bad in there? It's just like very much written for like a white male perspective uh, and like they're, yeah. The big, the big thing in the eighties movies is gay panic jokes. Like just mm-hmm. that being gay is like yeah ridiculous mm-hmm. and something that no straight man would want to be seen as, um, and there is some truth to how that was perceived then, but they really played up for a lot of yeah. jokes in like eighties comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the, you don't have so much blackface in eighties yeah. comedies. Like we'd gotten over that, Yeah. but gay panic stuff. Well, I was listening to Blink 182's Enema of the State just for like, Oh, I used to love this album. Yeah. There's so many gay jokes in it. Is there? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. I've read the original, you know, the Beastie Boys, their first mm-hmm. album's called License to Ill. Yeah. I heard that one of the working titles of it was Don't Be a Faggot. Great. They were going to call it that. And yeah. then somebody was like, let's not, yeah. let's not do that. <laughs> Can you imagine? I love that album. One of the songs is girls. It's like all about yeah. 
just putting down girls. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of uh, just super objectifying. Yeah. Them, right. Yeah. And I think too, when I listen to like eighties and nineties, like punk music, it's a lot of like telling women, like just be pretty or shut the fuck up kind of thing. I'm no hip hop expert, but a lot of hip hop songs <laughs> yeah. that I casually heard yeah. are not too kind to I the know. female characters. And I love, and like, I like hip hop music. And then I listen to the lyrics and I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, it's hard to navigate. Um, like Holiday Inn, <laughs> I, I'm not mad at it. I right. can't really watch it. I'm uncomfortable, but I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I don't find it too, uh, disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't find it too, I mean, disgraceful. I guess I do, but I, I find America disgraceful, you know, it, right. it's, it it's was just part of America. Of like, yeah. Like there were, there weren't even black players in major league baseball when that yeah. movie came out. Like mm-hmm. it was just a backwards, a more backwards time. Yeah. Well, and I remember like, yeah, growing up in the nineties and being like, oh, hip hop music's really mean to women. And, but it's like, oh, but this is black male expression. So it should be okay. And yeah. It's like I agree with that, but also doesn't make my like experience feel better. Like, you know, I guess we're in an age in a good way of like being more sensitive to a lot of stuff. But at some point we're going to have to evolve a way to like take the good with the bad. Yeah. Cause I do believe people should be able to express themselves through their art and everything. And yeah. And sometimes what, what they're going through is different than what I am. So like, I should be like that. You can't talk about that or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I, I don't know what the answer is, but there's going to have to be a way to be like, you say your piece, I'll say mine. And like the, if there's real truth in what you're saying, it'll survive. Yeah. And if there's not, then it'll just die out as like a shock value thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Tootsie's a movie. Ever seen Tootsie? I haven't. Well, you know, it's a movie about a guy who dresses up as a woman to get a part. Yeah. He can't get a part because he's such a difficult actor. So he dresses up as a woman and gets a part in a soap opera. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird, like he doesn't really look like a woman. Yeah. So you have to like suspend your disbelief that anybody's fooled. <laughs> okay. It's not played for laughs per se, but right. like it's his dressing up as a, mm-hmm. it's not like a, you know, like a ha, sloppy. Ha, ha. Yeah. It's not like a frat boy dressing up as a woman for laughs on a variety show. Yeah. Type yeah. Of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think that movie holds up pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's not too much like gay panic stuff. It's a pretty smart film. Yeah. Even though it's in territory where you so easily could be making so many like, yeah gay jokes and stuff. And, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's an example of like, yeah. it was such a good movie that it, and it's, I think it holds up. I mean, I'm the last person to be the judge on that, but right. I don't think you're embarrassed when you go back and watch Tootsie. Okay. Unless you just think because it's Dustin Hoffman and you hate him. Well, yeah. Cause now yeah, he's not a good dude, right? Cause he's not a good dude, but his, yeah. I don't know Yeah, that, that movie might hold up all right. Yeah. I wonder if some like it a hop does. Yes. So that's interesting because they're definitely <laughs> playing it for laughs. Like yeah. it is very broad yeah. drag jokes. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I remember liking uh, it last time I saw it. But I, I think loved I was it as a 16. kid. I, yeah, I thought it was great. I loved all of them in it. Uh, but now I wonder what I would think watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember laughing. There's a guy pretending not to be turned on by Marilyn Monroe. She, he's like saying how he's so brokenhearted he can't fall in love. And so she's kissing him and trying to like rouse yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that was funny. Yeah. I was listening to something about Marilyn Monroe and I think it was on that set or it might've been another set where she just had like a terrible time. Like, yeah, I think it was that character actually. Could be. Yeah. I think she, it was just like very one noted and she wanted it to be more complex. And they're like, no, just do the thing that we all like. Just be a pretty girl and, yeah. And get a reaction out of our star. Yeah. 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 She's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've only, I've only seen a couple, I guess I've seen maybe five or six of her movies, mm-hmm. but there's, I haven't seen the misfits. That's the one I want to see. I think it's your last one. Is that the one Arthur Miller helped write? Yeah. He helped write it and Clark Gable's in it. It's supposed to be good. Did you hear what he did while writing it? No. Oh God. <laughs> um, he so. Or blackface. So no, no, no. But so like he was not like making any money at the time. Right. So she was like the star of the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's like, I got you a job. You can come help rewrite the script that I'm working on. And then, so he came and then they started fighting Mm. 
And how he took it out was he would write their fights into the script. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And she would be like so upset and embarrassed. And Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, thought, crazy. I mean, that movie's pretty well regarded. I wonder if it worked. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But I thought that was I think it's Clark Gable's last movie, too. I think Clark Gable and Marilyn Monroe were in each other's last movies. Wow. Yeah. And then she was filming another one when she died. Yeah. Clark Gable, I'm a fan of. Also rumored to be gay. Really? You heard that? I've never heard that. Oh. He's married to Carol Lombard, right? Yeah, but they didn't live together. Uh-oh. He lived with a man. Really? Mm-hmm. I think lucky. it was another actor. I can't remember. A lucky dude. Yeah. Clark Gable's a big catch. I know. Rich, good-looking dude. Way yeah. to go, Mr. Yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. But it was like he lived with that guy and then... You know how you were kind of owned by like the production company yes. at that time? They were like- this MGM is, or whatever. Yeah. Like, so you. they kind of arranged the marriage. Oh. Took pictures with them and everything, but he would go live with somebody else. Oh. Yeah. They were married when she died in a plane crash. He's, he's supposed to have been devastated. I guess she could be devastated. Yeah, you could still just be, they could be just your be friends, friends or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I could. Carol Lombard also has good movies. Yeah, I like old movies. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say about Griffith Jenkins Griffith? I'm sorry, I didn't know more about his wife. It or, sounds like there's not much about her, unfortunately. I wonder what she did after the divorce. I hope raised her son. Yeah. Um. Told people don't go for hikes. <laughs> That's she was it. very like anti don't go to the park. You know what? I'm thinking we should rename it now that I'm thinking about it. Name like, it after when her. When I think about it from her point of view, I'm like, just change the name of the park. Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody, keep, keep the park. Honestly, yeah. If someone shot me in the eye and then they got to have a park, yeah. that's that would make me mad. Like, just keep it and just call it something else. Yeah. Call it something, I don't know, what's something we can be like proud of? Does mm. Ellie done anything good? I don't know. <laughs> Call it Westerns and Musicals Park. Okay. <laughs> like, I feel like Hollywood did a lot to yeah. make West good Westerns and good musicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Or is there just like any beloved star that never let us down? Has Tom Hanks done anything bad yet? Not yet. Can we just call it Tom Hanks? Park? <laughs> let's, I think that would be real great. Let's not call it after a human being. Or let's let's go let's go the opposite direction and call it like Polly Shore Park. Let's <laughs> just like have the rest of time yeah. be like, who the heck was Polly Shore? Why? Yeah. Or we could just call it Cute Bear Park. Cute Bear, yeah. Bean. Safe. Bear Hills, Bear Observatory, Bear Theater. You can still call it the Greek Theater. Greek's it's, fine, yeah. His name's not on that. Um, I'm, on, I'm in favor of it. All right. I'll uh, write city council. Write the Parks Commission. The city council yeah. took his yeah, gift right away. Yeah, yeah. They're in the pocket. Okay. The Parks Commission has got integrity. Yeah, they still got a chip on the shoulder about the whole thing. Great. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Will. My pleasure, Cassie. And that's our episode. Thank you, Will, for coming on. Wasn't that crazy? Wasn't that madness? And also, we talked about a lot of great things. L.A., there's a lot of places you can visit. And, uh, you know, what a time to be alive. Better than uh, the early 1900s, especially if you were Griffith's wife. Yikes. Oh, man. Be sure to check out Will Hines' Spider-Man podcast. Screw it, we're going to talk about Spider-Man with his brother, Kevin Hines. It's a great show. You're going to have a good time. Check it out. Also, if you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds. Click on that support our artist button and it takes you straight to Amazon so you can shop like you normally would. And it gives us a little kickback to keep this show going. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And be sure to go to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. That's it for this week. Have a great week. I love you. Bye.
been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.